He told me, he goes, hey, Matt, you might be good now, but everybody's going to catch you if you don't work hard. I like that. What's up, guys? David Moss Jr. from the DMJR Podcast here with Matt Laporta. And I want to tell you guys something real quick. Matt is starting a podcast on YouTube, so make sure that you subscribe to his channel. I'll have it linked in the description right below. Make sure you subscribe to Matt's channel. He's going to be talking about everything baseball, going pro, finance, investments, and so many other things. Matt, I'm subscribing to your channel. I'm excited to see all the things that the future brings to you, man. But welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks again for setting that up for us. And like David said, kind of going to start getting into this world. And I feel like, you know, there's a lot of things that I've learned, you know, over the course of my life through baseball and investing that, you know, I feel like I can share. And my goal is if I can make one person, you know, better from it, it it's all worth it. That's the thing, man. If we can help one person, mission accomplished. Yeah. One person. Doesn't have to be a million. Doesn't have to be a thousand. If we can help one person, mission accomplished. And I love that. Yeah, absolutely. Today, I think we should talk about something that I've always been curious to know. We've been friends for a long time, and I've, I've never really heard your story. What got you into baseball? Yeah, I, I mean, that's a great question. <laughs> so I was, <laughs> you know, I was a you know, young kid, three, four years old, and mom, dad, they bought, they bought a plastic wiffle ball bat and wiffle balls. And they just would go out in the back and throw to me occasionally. And I just kind of started picking it up from there. Um, and as time went on, I got a little better and a little better and a little better. And, you know, I became probably one of the better kids in the Little League in Port Charlotte, where I'm from. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, my, you know, I remember I was about 11 years old or 12 years old and my, my dad who coached me all through Little League and everything. I remember him telling me something one day and it was so profound and it stuck with me ever since and it was always, it was kind of my driving force. And so he never really yelled at me to, uh, you know, he was always just calm, more calm than I am. And I see that. He, and he told me, he goes, hey, Matt, you might be good now, but everybody's going to catch you if you don't work hard. I like that. And something just clicked in my mind and I was like, yeah, nobody's going to, nobody's going to outwork me. If I have the talent, that's great, but I'm still, nobody's going to outwork me. And so I just went down this path at a young age of just working my butt off, man. Cause I knew what I wanted to do. I wanted to play in the big leagues and, and I just, it, it was a constant work ethic, um, going out and practicing. And I say all that, but I also played other sports too. I wasn't just focused on baseball alone, right? Growing up, I played soccer. I played basketball, which I was awful at. <laughs> I mean... I played basketball with you. You're not that bad. I was so bad. It was, <laughs> it's not even... It was so bad. I remember, you know, I'm jumping around, but we were... It was like the eighth grade basketball team. And... A, if I didn't foul out of the game, like I might get a rebound and then have a breakaway and go do a layup and I, I'd lay it up off the backboard and then go to the middle of the court. I was so bad. So uncoordinated. Oh man, those are the worst. And uh, it just, you just go with so much force and the ball bounces yeah. and you're like, how did that just happen? Oh, it was just terrible. You know, but I, I realized like that's just not a sport for me and that, that's okay. And I mean, kind of like in life, there's things that are for you and there's things that aren't, right? So, um, so again, played, played all sports growing up. I raced BMX. Um, you know, I was a 
a lot of people don't know this, but I was a state champion in BMX. When I, I was like nine. I wonder if we old. raced each other. I don't know. Maybe, I was never maybe. state champion, but I raced yeah, BMX. Maybe. <laughs> and so I, that's one thing I always recommend to parents and kids, like play multiple sports. Like don't get so focused on just one sport. Um, play multiple. I think it helps you become a better athlete, a better overall athlete. Um, I agree with that. So again, my you know, dad tells me that and I just start working. I just start outworking everybody and and knew I always wanted to be the best that I could be. And so it, it took a lot of time and practice. Uh, and as time went, got, you know, kept going on, I would, uh, you know, I would play less and less sports as I got older, like, talk, you know, in high school and stuff. I'm, I'm like, I wasn't good enough to play on a high school soccer team or the high school basketball team. Yeah, that's team. next level. You, you know, I could never do that. But as I you know, got older, I, I would play uh, soccer, sorry, I would play football and baseball. And that way, because, you know, the seasons don't conflict and, and everything. Um, but I remember, again, in high school, you know, my thought that ran through my mind a lot was I got to be doing what others aren't willing to be to do. Right. And so I would get up at five o'clock, five thirty in the morning in high school and go to the high school and go train. I'd hit in the morning and then go work out all before school started. Wow, man. And That's wild. Yeah. At a, at a young age, you know, you see people doing it when they get into the big leagues, getting up earlier and, and, and really focusing on trying to perfect their craft. But I had no idea that, that at that age there was that level. Hey, my friends, we'll get back to the show in a second, but I wanted to interrupt and tell you about my friends over at Blokes, Modern Men's Health. As men and women, we tend to sometimes neglect what's going on on the insides of our bodies, and we should be doing everything we can to live optimally. So with blokes, they're going to send a phlebotomist over to your house or office, wherever you are. They're going to take your blood, and they're going to give you a diagnostic lab. Then what they're going to do is have a telehealth communication with you, and they're going to look at your blood work, look at your food sensitivities, look at your deficiencies, and they're going to put you on a protocol with your consent that's going to get your body optimal running optimally so that you can run faster, strength train harder, and live better. Not only that, but they also help with sexual health, hormone health, weight loss, and just straight up longevity. I'm super excited to partner up with Blokes, and I want to make sure that I let everybody out there know what great work that they're doing. So make sure you check them out after the show. Now let's get back to it. Yeah, I mean, again, it was ingrained in me, and I just, I knew from a young age I wanted to play in the big leagues. Now, again, I didn't know I was ever going to make it. <laughs> And I think that happens a lot. A lot of people have these dreams. They don't know if it, they're ever going to make it. And they get, I don't know, they might get scared because they're, well, what if I fail? And I think if you have that mindset, right, we can all fall prey to that mindset. What if I fail? What happens? Um, you have to kind of somehow separate yourself from that mindset. And so I was able to do that at a young age. Um, but again, with practice, so I make the varsity baseball team as a freshman, uh, and I was awful. I was so bad. Really? Yeah. I, I was fortunate I got the start, but I, I was bad. I hit. I probably hit like 176 as, oh, a, man. as a freshman in high school. Now again, I was on a varsity team. We had a we we played at a big you know school uh, at Port Charlotte High School, and so I played third base and pitch. Um, my freshman year, and it was rough, man. I, I was not 
I was not good. And I still was probably growing into my body a little bit. And then I actually transferred schools my, after my freshman year to Charlotte High School, um, the Charlotte Tarpons. And then I played under a guy named Dave Tillette, who is the head baseball coach for Florida Gulf Coast. He actually started that baseball program there. Very cool. So that's kind of, again, where I really started getting a lot better that, that sophomore, junior, and senior year. And so my sophomore year, I transferred. And I remember, um, you know, Coach Tillette telling me, look, man, if you're going to play on our varsity team this year, you're going to have to learn how to catch. I had never caught my entire life. Like as catcher? As a catcher, yeah. Wow. Never caught. Um, <clears throat> but again, I was up for the challenge. Yeah, if that's the only way I'm going to play, that's what I'm going to do. And so you just take that work ethic and go, hey, where, where can I fill a need so I can make sure I'm playing, right? It's all about getting on the field, playing, um, and, getting, and getting at bats, seeing pitches. So anyway, I... Work my butt off at catcher. I mean, I'm, again, back to that 5.30 routine. I'm doing catching drills at 5.30 in the morning. Wow. Myself and one of our other players that played with me, uh, Nate Spears, um, great shortstop. But we would get up every morning and we'd go do this stuff every morning. Like, I'd hit him ground balls. He'd work on my catching blocking drills, like throwing balls that I could block. And we just got better, man, every day. It was all about getting better and better. Um, And so I start... You know, my sophomore year as a catcher at, at Charlotte, uh, we have a great year. We had some really talented players. We probably had three or four guys go to Division One on our team. Um, but it was all about, you know, again, our work ethic. And For sure. And I remember, uh, you know, Coach Tillette, some nights, like I would, I would be in slumps and stuff and not hitting well. And I was a baseball junkie. I lived at the baseball field. And Coach Tillette, I would tell him, hey, man, I, I, need, I need more. We got to hit. I got to hit. I need you to watch this. So we, I got to hit. He's like, all right. He, he lived like 10 minutes from the, from the high school. He's like, look, let me go home. Let me go see my kids. Let me see the wife. Let me have lunch or dinner, and I'll come back. I was like, all right, I'll be here. He'd come back. We'd crank on the lights, and I'd hit for hours. And it would just be me and him or another guy would be throwing batting practice. And it was just, that's the dedication, I think, it it took for me to get to college, get to the big leagues. Um, and that, that was really, that was really important that, that work ethic. And then, so kind of go through my junior year, coach to let leaves. He goes to Florida Gulf coast to start that program. Like I said, and they've had a great run he's done a phenomenal job with that program. Uh, and so, you know, I like I said, I played football in high school. I didn't end up playing my senior year. Um, because, football or yeah, baseball? Football. Okay. Yeah, I didn't play football my senior year because I really wanted to focus on, on baseball. And, you know, and I, and I think that's probably an appropriate time to make that decision if you really wanted to. Were you good at b- football? Like, do yeah, you think a, if you stayed with football, you might have made it? I was okay. I would never have made it to the NFL. No? So good choice. Yeah, I would never have made it to the NFL. Um, I could have maybe went to a Division three school and played, but I, I wasn't talented enough. Those guys that play football are just such amazing athletes. I agree. <laughs> you know, I'm, a, I'm, an, I'm an athlete. You know, my wife always likes to give me a hard time. She's a better athlete than me. I'd agree with that. Which is probably true. <laughs> it's probably true. 
you know. Who holds more records at Florida? Oh, I do. Come on. Yeah. But she does hold the. She holds the. Uh, I think it's the outdoor um, pole vaulting height record. I was like thirteen nine or you something. You guys are quite the power couple. We'll, we'll talk about that on yeah, another yeah. episode. Yeah, that'll, that'll be another show. <laughs> that'll be another show. And so yeah, so again, you know, in high school, it was just about working hard and and making sure that I did well enough in school to prepare myself if if college was the route that I wanted to go or if playing professional was the route I wanted to go. But I, I allowed myself to have options, right? I think it's important to have those options. And so back to the kind of the work ethic thing. You know, getting up in the morning was part of it. Uh, I didn't, you know, I didn't go out in high school. I didn't drink. I didn't do anything else. Like, I just, I was so focused on baseball. Uh, I can remember there was a time I was so frustrated with my parents. You know, we didn't, we didn't have, a, you know, a lot of money or anything growing up. And we did, a, you know, they, mom's a teacher, dad worked for the county. So we, so we had the, you know, we were okay. But I wanted extra stuff for bat, you know, for baseball, and like I remember, I'm like, I want a tee and I want a net, and they're like, No, we can't, can't, you know, whatever, right. we can't afford it. We're not going to buy it. And I, I would just was so frustrated by that um, because it's like I wasn't going out and partying. Like I, I was going to be here. I wanted to hit, and so. But anyway, that that was just one thing, and I just kept. That's what drove me is just being the best hitter that I could be, and. I would always watch videos like YouTube clips of Manny Ramirez or Albert Pujols, guys that kind of were, you know, my similar body style, body type, and hit, you know, from the right side. So that's one thing I'd always recommend hitters is find somebody that you can maybe emulate that's already in the big leagues, that's already doing it, and just kind of watch them, watch their mannerisms, watch how they play the game, watch how they hit. Right. It's uh, great advice. Yeah, I think it's. I think that's really important because you can kind of see what they're doing, and you go, okay, let me take a piece of that, let me take a piece of this, and let me start working on it. And make it your own. That's right. That's how we figure out our style, right? We we see people that either are attractive or that are doing things the way we envision our future, and then we just take pieces of all of that and make it our own. Yeah. So th- so that's what I did, and then you know you you get through, and you got your senior year coming up, and. You all excited? You got a chance to get drafted. Um, and growing up as a kid, the Chicago Cubs were our favorite team. You know, my 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 dad's side of the family's from Chicago, and so they were our favorite team. And uh, it, yeah, we just uh, as a matter of fact, I just got back from Chicago. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so senior year comes, and I think that I'm going to get you know put all this work and effort in, and I've already committed to go to University of Florida, but as a lot of kids, like I'm excited to get drafted. I hope I get drafted, you know, in a top five rounds or something. And, and, um, you know, that's what was told to me by scouts, which that's another thing like, you know, the, the scouts kind of in some ways tell you what you want to hear, but also in a, they, they, unfortunately they really have no control over it. For right? sure. They don't yeah. have control over what round, what pick you're going to be picked. Um, at least in my opinion. I'm sure there's a lot of conversations yeah. leading all the way up to that, that phone call. That's right. That change, that change quickly. That, yeah, that's right. And so, so the senior year comes, uh, the draft comes. I end up getting drafted much later than I thought. You know, I get, and end up getting drafted in the 14th round, which devastated me. Really? It was really challenging. Um, 
you know, when you think you're going to be a top five rounder and you're going to make some money and you're going to go play pro ball and you're not going to go to school and that was your focus, uh, it was really hard. Yeah, I bet. Really hard to deal with. So I ended up getting drafted the 14th round by the Chicago Cubs. So that makes it even harder. Oh. Right? And so I have this decision to make. Man, do I go start my professional journey with the favorite, my favorite team in the world? Right? Or do I go to college? And it was a hard process, man. Because this all happened as a senior out of high school. That's right. So you didn't, you didn't step foot in the college yet? No. Cool. So th- this was, um, yeah, this was a process. It was tough. You know, really, I was questioning a lot of things just about baseball and about life. I was like, this is, well, why? Why is this happening? Um, but ultimately, I went back to, again, my, my high school baseball coach, or Dave Tillett, and I said, man, what do you think? What are your thoughts? And he said, look, if you can't get better in college and make more money and move up in the draft after three years of college, you were never going to make it to the big leagues anyway. And that was some profound advice that I received at that time in my life because it was so true. If I can't get better at the be- one of the best D1 schools in America, the best facilities, the best nutrition, am I going re- to make it to the big leagues? And so I took that advice, and I ended up going to college. I went to the University of Florida, the Gators. And that was an incredible experience. And I think, you know, and I'll share that in future episodes of that experience, because there were some highs and there were some lows. So if you enjoyed this one and you enjoyed this conversation, tune into the next one when I talk about, you know, my, my college time. I'm looking forward to that. Man, you're, this is a cliffhanger if I've ever heard one because I know some of the stories of your college and, yeah. I, and I'm, I'm excited to, to unravel some of that. Yeah, because I mean, there's some, there's some serious highs and lows in there. I'm sure. You know, and, and I think there's a lot of college kids, there's a lot of high school kids that I think some of the information that I'll share is going to be really valuable to them. Not, and it's, not, it's just being able to resonate like, with somebody else that is going through the struggle. Right? Like I've struggled. I know what it's like to struggle in college. I know what it's like. And so I don't want to share too much, uh, but I think it'll be impactful for people that are listening. Well, I'm excited to be a part of that, brother. Man, this is awesome. Yeah. If you like this episode, guys, if this is something that interests you, please make sure to subscribe to Matt's channel and to the DM Junior podcast, where we're going to be talking more about baseball and a lot of other really cool topics. Because there's one thing I know, Matt, it's, uh, we see eye to eye on a lot of things and it's exciting to have these conversations with you. Yeah, I'm excited. This is great. I love sharing, again, just the little things that I've learned over my time and especially talking about baseball. Absolutely, man. All right. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Have a great day. And God bless.